Welcome again to Concepts for Living, Biblical Principles for Contemporary Living. Have you ever given consideration to the fact that you and I have been endowed by God with a resource to bless other people? We call it the anointing. In fact, I'm coming to you from the chapel of the anointing place where God is manifesting the anointing. In fact, my theme for this message is this, the manifestation of the anointing. The Bible has been enriched by the Gospels. The Gospels or the good news. The one before us happens to be the last of the four Gospels. It's scripted actually some 50 years after Jesus had already ascended. John, the son of a wealthy fisherman, running his business with such efficiency until he became wealthy. But one day Jesus passed by and his son John was called and gave himself for the rest of his life to the ministry of Jesus. John. John was the youngest of the apostles, yet he lived longer than any of them. He was the last to die. Hmm. This is his gospel, but you know that he wrote other epistles. First, second, and third, John. You should also know this is the John that was on the isle called Patmos. The John who was the pastor of the church in Ephesus. John, the man who was abducted by Domitian and banished to the lonely isle, penal colony actually, of Patmos. Whenever I read that, in the revelation when John declared, I, John, your brother and companion in tribulation was on the isle called Patmos. I say it was. He didn't say is. He said I was. Somebody ought to praise God just right there. Just, that, just, a, little, just a little quick revelation. Because many times we don't realize where we are, so we actually only see where we're standing, what we're in the midst of. But don't forget, John did not die on Patmos. He died in Ephesus. Are you with me? When John wrote it, I was there. Do I have anybody in here this morning who would like to give God a little bit of praise because of where, 
I was there. Oh, I was there. I was there. But, I, but I'm no longer there. I, what, anybody come through anything? Anybody know what God can do to bring you through? For the duration of time that he was on Patmos, he received revelation upon revelation and he suffered. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He went through all of that. But, 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 but what about a testimony? And a testimony is not that I'm in it, but a testimony is that he brought me out. Oh, help me this morning, Jesus. You know what I'm trying to say. John writes this gospel and titles it. He titles it, The Beginning of Miracles. Oh, I know what Moses did. I know what Elisha and Elijah did. But this is the New Testament. Yes. And in the New Testament, the one most profound, the one to initiate what the anointing is all about is Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. And he did it in Cana of Galilee. Jesus began his ministry of miracles. One theologian has it. In fact, Spirozotius. He titles this section of the second chapter of St. John's Gospel. He titles it <laughs> The First Miracle. Just let that sink. Uh, soak in a bit and, uh, and just let that saturate in your mind. The first miracle of Jesus. Hmm. And then there were others like William Barclay who gave it another title. He titles this The New Acceleration. The New Acceleration. The New release of what God can do in such a way that it energizes us, invigorates us, and inspires us to believe that God, the same God, can do it for me. God still works miracles. Oh yeah, I know, I know. We live in a skeptical world. I know that we live in a world that doesn't say very much about miracles, but somebody ought to give God praise right now that what God started, he continues. Now, I have entitled with my little back-of-town self, my limited self in so many ways. But the Holy Ghost told me this week, title it, the manifestation of the anointing. It's one thing to claim to be anointed. There's another thing to see the manifestation of that anointing. The three points of this message. Number one, the announcement. Number two, the anointment. And number three, the appointment, all concerning the anointing. 
Stay tuned. Be enriched. Call. Anointed with purpose and destiny. Mm. Look at St. Matthew chapter 3. Let's look at verse 13. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. I know who you are. Comest thou to me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Suffer it to be so now. For thus it becometh us to fulfill all right, to fulfill all righteousness, to fulfill all righteousness. All righteousness has already been established, but now we must fulfill it in the earth realm. It's already been done in the heavenlies. It's been done in the spirit, but now it must be done before the eyes of men. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. Lo, the heavens were open unto him. Do you hear it? As he's coming up out of the water, the heavens opened to him. Oh, my God. You know what? Heaven would say amen to what was happening on the earth. Somebody better catch that. Heaven was saying something. Look, let me tell you. Have you ever thought about it? That God has so unction, God, you know, God has so for, uh, uh, set in purpose, unctionizing and providing everything you need that it must be an annoyance to God to hear you asking him. Now, God, what am I supposed to do? God, what am I supposed to do? God, what? God? I'm waiting around to see if somebody comes to me and lets me know what I'm supposed to do. Wait, wait a minute. Let me tell you something. It's already been set. Listen to me. Everything concerning you and what you will do and be has already been done. Nothing takes God by surprise. Are you with me? He knew that would happen to you. He knew you would be there. He knew you would be where you are. He knew all of that. And in the midst of it, don't forget that you have come into the world having been announced. John was announcing Jesus' arrival ministry that you have the calling that you have was previously announced, prophetically announced. True believers, true Christians walk in the prophetic. Walk in the prophetic. Because everything concerning me was already prophesied. So every day that I get up, I have to tell myself, because the enemy don't want me to believe it. Because I don't feel like it. That the enemy don't want me to accept it because I've gone through some stuff that don't seem to make sense to somebody who is anointed going through. But you've got to understand that it's going to take some real spiritual people who will recognize regardless to what I go through, I know I am anointed. Well, 
you and I have to accept that what he said about Jeremiah, he says about us. And that is, he says, before I formed you. I knew you. Before you entered the womb, I sanctified you. And before you came out of the womb, I ordained you. For what? To be a prophet to the nations. This is not a committee decision. It's not a synod position. This is a divine orchestration of a life that has been announced. Even angels had to be announced. Even angels don't run in conflict with each other. Angels have assignments. The Hebrew writer tells us that they are ministers on our behalf in the earth. So the other day, when my daughter, who was driving through a storm from Atlanta to Louisiana, have daddy to pray that we'll make it through. Hmm. One thing I heard, you got angels to do that. simply say, angels, you go on assignment and you protect them, preserve them, and help them to get there safe. I have the right to be able, since I have been introduced as to who I am, then I can speak to angels and I can say, angels, go on assignment. And the angels will obey. Some wrong with Lamb now. He's lost it. No, I haven't. Daniel prayed. Three days he prayed. And then one day, he looked like his answer wasn't on the way. An angel showed up and said, I was on my way with it. But the Persian duck demon stopped me. But I made it through. And God said, I answered you the first day that you prayed. I want to encourage somebody this morning. You haven't received it. It's not there yet, but it's on the way. And you will testify to it. Help me, Holy Ghost. You know where I've been, you know what I'm saying. Hmm. Jesus went up straightway out of the water, and the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove on and lighting upon him. And the Bible says that he not only lighted upon him, 
but he remained upon him. I said, he, I lost my job. It remains. My husband walked out. It remains. Lost my house. It remains. Don't know how I'm going to make it. It remains. If you live like that, then you don't have to have your stress fits. You can trust him and know everything concerning me. Clay, everything concerning you, everything you went through, you were going to come through in spite of what medical science says. That's why we ought to give God praise for him. Come on. Learn from it, bro. Learn from it, my brother. We're getting ready to go somewhere now. Our mentality is changing, and it comes all from this second chapter of St. John that many people write off and say, ain't nothing here, nothing deep, nothing profound. Oh, I see a lot of profundity here. I see God trying to teach us how to live as those who have been introduced or announced. Mm. And even now, a lot of folk can't believe that they're known in heaven. Angels know you. The Holy Ghost knows you. Oh, I know I'm bald-headed and raggedy. And I was talking to a, a young dentist the other day, in fact, counseling, and I started talking about the rugae, the buccal area. I started talking about articulation, vulcanization, and all that, and I said, and anterior, and first and second third molars. And, uh, are you a dentist? No. I just happened to be in a place where I was trained, but I never went to sit the exam because I knew I was not to be a dentist. Everything that you face in life doesn't mean that's what you're supposed to do for life. Jesus knew who he was. Never veered off in any direction other than I wish somebody would set their eyes like a flint and tell the devil today, I am becoming aware of who I am. I wish somebody just threw the hand up right now, right there, right where you are, in the midst of whatever situation you're facing. Throw your hands up. Be obedient. Be obedient. Throw your hands in the air and say, God, I know who I am. Well, I sincerely trust that you've been inspired, challenged, and encouraged to let the anointing be manifested through your life. Until next time, and we shall come to you with more Biblical Principles for Contemporary Living. 
May God bless you and your concepts from living. Concepts from living. Concepts from living can change your life today.